Welcome to Vision of Zion. This is an extra episode. It's my second interview with Jane, who had a near-death experience when she was just a child. As she explained in the prior podcasts, she forgot much of what she was told until she turned 23 years of age, when she began to recall events. Some of what she saw was about the future. In the prior podcast, we talked about her pre-mortal memories. She also describes that a few years later, she received a priesthood blessing, and after that, things really began to open up. In this interview, we're going to try and focus primarily on what she saw concerning the last days. Much of this information that she is going to share is relevant to members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints because it deals in part with who she saw at the highest levels of the church leadership when things began to occur. But she also comments about her observations about many of the prophecies contained in the scriptures. I hope you find this podcast to be comforting, faith-building, and give you a great deal of hope for the future. Today I'm going to talk again with Jane. And we promised in our last podcast, which we did a few days ago, that we we're going to talk about the end times, about the things that Jane learned during her out-of-body experience while she was a young girl, and the things that were recalled to her memory after she received a blessing. Jane, welcome to the program again. Oh, thank you. It's good back to be back. Well, I'm very excited because I feel like for the last several episodes, maybe since the beginning of Vision of Zion, that I've kind of been beating around the bush to get to the last days and what we know about the last days. What are some of the signs? What are some of the events? And let's just start with this. Did you, in your near-death experience or out-of-body experience, and in the time that followed when you were allowed to recall those events. Did you see things about the last days that, that you're able to talk about today? Yes, there are some things that I can talk about. Excellent. If I go into any areas that you're not supposed to talk about, just let us know that you can't talk about them at this time, but maybe at some point in the future you can, all right? Okay, that sounds fine. Okay, because this is an extra episode, which means it's more geared towards members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, I'm going to focus focus on some of the things that members of the church would be really interested in hearing, okay? Okay, that sounds great. And I know that in talking to you over the years and even in reviewing uh, material for this podcast, there is a ton of information that we could spend literally hours going over regarding the things that you learned about more about the pre-mortal existence, about spirit prison, about a lot of other issues. But I'm going to try and focus this special segment about what we know about the last days, and especially as they might relate to members of the church. So let's see where That's to start. Uh, I'd like to start by asking if you, just generally some questions, did you learn or see events about uh, the tribulations that would occur. Uh, yes, I did in um, some degree. Usually, the things I was shown were sort of panoramic views of different events or situations. Is this like the uh, you said you were kind of in front of like in an IMAX 
screen, a big panoramic screen where you were viewing events and you had John with you. Is that what you're describing? Yes, that's correct. Okay. Did you, again, these are just general questions. I'm going to dig, I'm going to dig deep here in just a minute. Did you see events about uh, apostasy among Christians or members of the church? Yes, I was specifically shown some information regarding that. Okay. Did you see any information or is it true that there was persecution uh, against members of the church? Yes, I was shown that there's going to be coming a time when there will be persecution against members of the church, but also between members of the church amongst themselves, probably even more so. Okay. Did you see events that would occur or unfold with respect to the church in completing its restoration of the fullness of the gospel in the last days? Yes, I did. Okay. I do want to say in conference a few years ago when our president, Russell Nelson, said that we're going to experience a second half of the restoration I do want to affirm that that is absolutely true. It is going to occur. We're going to come back to that because I remember sitting up in my chair when there were comments made like that, not only by President Nelson, but also by M. Russell Ballard. I remember it piqued my curiosity significantly because I had been researching and studying that issue. Um, Did you see things that were talked about in the scriptures, such as the Antichrist? Yes, I was shown a time period, I'll try to keep this as brief as possible, that there's going to be a temple built in Jerusalem, which I believe will probably be their third temple, based on the temple design that were in the Old Testament. Okay. Again, we're going to come back to each of these points. I just want to just give the listener a taste of the things that you've seen. Okay. And we're going to dig into these. All right. Okay. Did you see calamities occur like earth calamities, like uh, earthquakes or um, other things that are prophesied about in the book of revelation and elsewhere? Yes. I did see one instance where I was shown in the city of my birth, where there was going to be a successive number of earthquakes, each more powerful one after another. Okay. Did you see any events that are described in the scriptures, such as the return of the city of Enoch or the 10 tribes? Yes, I was shown um, about the members of the city of Enoch that will return to the earth before the second coming. Okay. Did you see any types of uh, physical events on the earth that you would characterize, at least in the United States, where we considered a gathering or people going places for safety? Yes, I do know that during the tribulations that will come, that the saints will need to gather for safety. And then in due time, there will be other people that were not necessarily members of our church that will also gravitate and gather because they will know that we have places of refuge and safety. Okay. A couple more questions before we get into the details. Did you see... There's been some indication from the scriptures, uh, well, scriptures, yes, but also there was an important uh, prophecy, I would call it a prophecy, given to 
probably P. Pratt that, as well as scriptures, which I'll get into, where it appeared that Joseph Smith was going to return to the earth and complete his mission? Yes, that's correct. And let's see, finally, uh, were you shown some events that would unfold prior to the things the church would go through that would indicate that the time was close? Absolutely. In fact, I was shown some of those events of roughly 35, 40 years ago, and some of them have already come to pass. Are there any major categories of things that you saw that I didn't touch upon related to Latter-day events that might be of interest to, to members of the church? Um, the only thing that I can think up on the top of my head would be some specific details about the Savior's return and some of our um, living conditions into the millennium and uh, the, the, the process that we will go through physically for that to occur. I'm also making a note to ask you about the rapture or what people started calling the rapture around the turn of the 20th century. Uh, we'll get into that too. So I'm making a note to myself. I think that a good, good place to start, Jane, would be a discussion about the fullness of the gospel, or let me say it differently. We know we have a fullness of the gospel in one sense, because we have the Book of Mormon, and we have the Doctrine and Covenants, which explains that the fullness of the gospel that Jesus taught was brought back with both the Book of Mormon and the translation of the Bible uh, that was inspired and given to Joseph Smith to make corrections and, and commentary. So I'm going to leave that there, although we still know there's other things coming, so they must not be considered a fullness in that sense, but we, are, we know we have more records and things coming. So I'm going to skip over that for now. You heard President Nelson, and I heard him say things about the restoration being incomplete. Now, I just want to lay a foundation before I have you talk about this. When I was growing up, it could be just me, but it seemed that the emphasis was on the restoration had been accomplished through Joseph Smith in 1820, subsequent years, 1830, the church is restored, and we've just kind of built upon the foundation of what was given to him and then through the other prophets, seers, and revelators of the church, and that it seemed like, for, to me, for a long time, that the restoration was kind of completed. There was obviously a quantity of work to be done. Uh, we were still needing to bring the gospel to the world and do the genealogy work, etc. But as I read the scriptures, and I read things like Third Nephi and other chapters, uh, sections of the Doctrine and Covenants, it seemed like there was still going to be a lot of things happening. Lately, I've heard them talk about how there's so much more to go. So what was your impression growing up and and what are your thoughts about, you know, where we are with regard to the restoration of the gospel in this dispensation? This is my understanding. We do know that part of the Book of Mormon is still sealed, that Joseph was not allowed to translate or transcribe. That's going to have to come forth. And also even though we have the basics of the gospel of Jesus Christ, we don't have all the information relating to the things we were going to need to know that are doctrines and principles to be taught during the millennium. 
and and into the terrestrial world and also the things more about the mysteries that we don't know yet that are in due time going to be taught. And that's my understanding. So we have okay. more to go and we'll have uh, a lot of conversion process to do. So when I started, I'm sorry, when, when I started go reading ahead. about what left what was left to be done, I started thinking about it as well as like a second restoration. But I think that the terminology has better been applied by the brethren. I remember one, the first time I remember standing up during a conference, like I was sitting down in my living room and I heard M. Russell Ballard said that the restoration of the gospel continues to unfold. And I went, oh, man, that's exactly what my impression has been. And then yep. I didn't hear it in conference, so I must have missed what you were referring to when you said President Nelson mentioned a second restoration. But what I do remember is there was an interview with him shortly after he was uh, became the prophet and the president of the church. And he said in an interview that I clearly remember, he said, the restoration uh, has just begun. And I was blown away by that statement uh it's in its yeah. infancy and again he didn't qualify it with we have more quantity to do or quality meaning are there more things to be brought forth but he said the restoration is in its infancy and did you see anything about um in your in your near-death experience or out-of-body experience or impressions later that can add any more light to that? I don't I don't know a lot of details about specific information of what's going to be taught. Um, I really don't know what to say in answer to that question. Okay. Did you um, see other records coming forth or other, uh, you know, scriptures coming forth in your out-of-body experience? Yes, there was a period where, and I had forgotten about this until you mentioned or brought it up. I was shown that there was still some records in a cave somewhere, and they're laying on a table, and there, I think maybe it would be a Nephite or a Lamanite personage there standing guard with a sword. And those records have yet to come forth, but they will. Did you ever hear the prophecy or description that Brigham that uh, Brigham Young gave about going into a cave and seeing a whole bunch of records, the hill opened up and all of that? Have you ever heard that before? Just vague, vague recall, hearing a little bit about that probably 30, 35 years ago, but not, not a lot as far um, as anything in detail. Yeah, I won't get into all that right now, but. Either he was saying what Oliver Cowdery told him or he was saying what he was saw or was told. Uh, the hill opened up. There was a table. There were records on the table. The sort of layman was there. The room was filled with records. And yeah. uh, the sword of Laban was unsheathed. And it said some writing on the sword. And it's really an interesting prophecy we'll get into sometime. But I do want to go to the scriptures. And this is, uh, I believe this is a Mormon who is, abridging the record of the visit of Jesus Christ in the Americas to the people in the land of Bountiful. And this is mm -hmm. what it says, 35, 26, 8. 
And these things have I written, which are a lesser part of the things which he taught the people, meaning Jesus Christ. And I have written them to the intent that they may be brought again unto this people from the Gentiles, according to the words which Jesus hath spoken. Verse, 20, verse 9, and when they shall have received this, which you know, of course is the abridged Book of Mormon, which is expedient that they should have first to try their faith. And if it so be that they shall believe these things, then shall the greater things be made manifest unto them. Now we know that the Book of Mormon was sealed. Uh, a half to two thirds of the book had a band around it that was not given at that time. I know there's been people who have said these records won't come forth until the millennium. I don't agree with that because they're supposed to come from the Gentiles and the Gentiles <clears throat> are supposed to help the house of Israel to, you know, come back and bring back or, or to, sorry, establish a new Jerusalem in the land of Zion. And that is in third Nephi chapter 21, as the savior is describing or explaining uh, the words of Isaiah. So anyway, here we have, uh, we only have a lesser part of the things. And you might remember, do you remember what uh, emphasis President Benson brought to the church uh, when he was pre president of the church? Oh, absolutely. Um, at that time, he stressed to us how imperative it was that we read the Book of Mormon diligently that we had taken it lightly and to our own condemnation that we needed to take the Book of Mormon very seriously. And he challenged all of us to read it, go back and reread it cover to cover, which I did. I believe that was 1987. Here's the verse, DNC 8457. And they, meaning church members, shall remain under this condemnation until they repent and remember the new covenant, even the Book of Mormon and the former commandments, which I have given them. So yes, that was the verse that President Benson, I remember also him emphasizing the Book of Mormon. And I really think that it did change the direction of the church's emphasis. I think there were two things in my life that changed emphasis on knowing the Book of Mormon. One of them was, I believe, Hugh Nibley's work regarding the Book of Mormon in the 40s and 50s. He wrote the priesthood manual, regarding the Book of Mormon, uh, wrote several books since Camorra. There, uh, there were Jaredites and another volume that are now republished. And I think it was his serious taking of the Book of Mormon that got members thinking about it. But it was President Benson who made the call, well, look, we're under condemnation unless, unless we remember the Book of Mormon. And I've seen a major shift, wonderful shift in emphasizing the Book of Mormon since uh, President Benson's uh, um, tenure. So very cool that we have, I think, hopefully repented somewhat of this oversight. I can tell you in regards to that, and I know this from personal experience, that if you will diligently read the Book of Mormon, it is my belief that that is the key to literally having the windows of heaven opened unto you. Well, I believe the Book of Mormon is extremely applicable to our day. So when we talk about the Book of Isaiah, and I talked to Sean about this in another podcast, which I have yet to publish, but 
this is common knowledge that the book of Isaiah is talking about our day, but he's using events of his time to describe our day. In that same vein, I believe the Book of Mormon also talks about events that would happen in our day. We know that they said, we saw your day, we know you're doing. And so why wouldn't Mormon and Moroni, who finished up the book, uh, refer to events and instances in their time that would help us today? There's no doubt that the book was tailor-made for us to learn from. I agree with that wholeheartedly. In fact, so, I would say that the scriptures have many layers of of, of uh, information contained with them. Yeah, there are some people who say you can go literally day by day, year by year almost, about the events before the coming of Christ in fourth, uh, Third Nephi and also in Helaman. I don't go that tight with, with it. Um, I see patterns. I don't know that you can say, you know, year by year. I don't subscribe to that. But I do believe oh, that. No. Well, there are people who do. Uh, and I don't think that's accurate. But it's pretty darn close to the pattern of the coming of the Savior and the tumultuous events that occurred before he came. And after his death, there are definite parallels, such as the earthquakes and the groanings and all those things are some big parallels, but I don't think that they're identical in time frame to what we're experiencing today. But that's just my reading of it and watching people try and do that and then it doesn't come to pass. You shouldn't dismiss the patterns. Uh this and the uh there are there are definite signs or definite patterns that we should appreciate, even if it doesn't fit a specific timeline. I would agree with that too. 